0: two broke watch knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage review and assessment of high quality affordable timepieces there may be instances of strong language and this podcast is intended for a mature audience sit back and enjoy Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is
1: Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode fifty-four. What is up,
0: Michael? It's going good. I'm I'm happy to be home. Uh, I've been kind of readjusting after the uh, trip. You made it it's back. A lo- lot. You made it back alive from Windup, Windup NYC. Alive and not sick.
1: <laughs> Dude, I I got I got like fucking dengue fever last year when I was there. And yeah. so, like this year, when I got home, I was like bracing for viral impact. Luckily, nothing happened, which means I'm probably just dead inside. With this, there's, there's no got- <laughs> there's no way for a virus to sustain itself on me as a host because I'm no longer living being anymore. You know what I'm saying? I got
0: I got the scratchy the scratchy feeling in my throat, like as I was boarding <laughs> my flight, and I was like, "Ugh, the death knell. <laughs> this is this is it." But luckily, it just I guess it went away. You know. That's so funny, though. But yeah, so this is, this
1: is a really, really big episode. This is one that people have been waiting for for a while, just because we've been teasing it for a while, and then obviously last weekend we were, not obviously for people who don't know, we were at um, the Warner Wild Windup NYC 2017 event last weekend. Really, really cool. Good, good seeing you again, man. It was so, uh, so for people who don't know, that was the first time I saw Michael's dumbass, in like fucking, God, like a year and a few months, a year, and... Too many mm-hmm. months and it was just it was so good because I saw you and I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Fuck everything else. Let's just hang out with Michael. Let's just <laughs> let's just literally hang out with Michael. Stop doing this podcast nonsense because friends <laughs> are back together and friends are what it's all about, guys. That's the headline. Friends are what where it's all about. I'm Kaz, yep. I'm going away now. I just pull up my headphones <laughs> and like you hear me get in my car and drive away like this. But uh, no, it was good seeing you again, man. Good, good seeing you again. Thank you for dressing much nicer than I was dressed, by the way.
0: I I had a t shirt, t shirt, and jeans. Dude, and you look like you so like sport coat.
1: You look like a cool Ferris Bueller. Like, dude, yeah, I'm. I want <laughs> that guy. I want that guy to hang out with me. And like, I'm fucking walking around like a street urchin trying to sell my band's demo CDs. As like a thirty year old.
0: <laughs> my my sneaker game was on point though. It really was.
1: <laughs> I'm walking around with my fucking cruddy old uh, blue Converse, you know?
0: <laughs> hey, those things are cool. I fucking, hit on the I, feet. I,
1: fucking, I fucking love those shoes so much. But, uh, but yeah, so, so obviously Warner One was a huge, Warner One's wind up MIC 2017 was a huge, huge fucking event. Michael and I met, we met a whole bunch of you guys, a whole bunch of listeners, which was just fucking incredible. So thank you to every single person that... That saw us, that like pointed us out and everything like that. Cause, um, you know, I, we don't know what you guys look like. You don't know what we look like. I mean, I, I think we might know what some of you look like depending on how, uh, you know, your feeds are structured or whatever.
0: I wish it was like World of Warcraft where, like, you just your see the name just floats above your head. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Maybe, <coughs> maybe, maybe in the future when we all have like, Eyeball implants from like the government, like Black Mirror or something. Come on, God, yeah. come on,
1: government! You got to make it easier for our <laughs> listeners to fucking spot us out in the crowd, or first, or, <laughs> or for like a sniper to spot us out in the crowd. Yep. Come on, but yeah, so it was incredible meeting a, a lot of you listeners. It was incredible touching base with so many brands. The great thing about Wind Up NYC 2017 and just the Wind Up event in general is that it really gives like a physical. It gives the opportunity to have a physical touchstone with these brands that are really only digitally based. These these usually aren't brick and mortar stores. I mean, that was like my main question that I asked every single booth. I'm like, oh, hey, blah, blah. How's it going? Are you primarily e-commerce based or do you have a brick and mortar? Because that, for me, sets the tone for how I'm going to unfold the conversation. And basically everyone... Hold on, choking. Fucking shit. Sorry. Basically everybody was digitally based, a couple of folks had brick and mortars just in terms of like a workshop or like a jewelry house. Like I know, um, it's over in, uh, Israel. Uh, he has, he, he, it was basically, it seemed like it was like a jewelry studio. Uh, Jeffrey Roth there. They weren't a while ago, but they're now based physically like in, uh, Arizona, Scottsdale. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Scottsdale. Yeah. But the majority of folks were just online. So it's great to do that and um huge thank you to everyone like this means a lot huge thank you to everyone that took the time to reach out and let michael and i know that you really enjoyed the live streaming that we were doing because because i was fucking super hard like I it's a lot of work it's I did a lot of work i didn't think it was going to be a lot of work you know what i mean i think i had approached live streaming for the first time in the same way as one would lose their virginity i just put the coin in i pressed the buttons high score top player you know what i mean but it's much more of an arduous, kind of self-deprecating and exhausting event than like I would have led myself to believe. And so like I just started live streaming, and like I think in the first twenty minutes I started losing my voice, and I'm like, oh, there goes, uh, there goes, <laughs> there goes that. And your uh, and your battery. <laughs> and my fuck, I got a new phone specifically for better battery life, like better battery, better better. Mm, my, my learned disability kicking in, my b- better better battery longevity. Jesus Christ, sorry. Um, and that shit just did not work. I was charging my phone like every fucking like half hour in Michael's hotel room, like some kind of like <laughs> like, like cell phone charging like urchin, sea urchin, you know, street or street urchin. Sea urchins are real. Street urchins are metaphorical. Sorry. <clears throat> um, but uh, but yeah. So huge thank you to everyone that kind of took the time to say that you really appreciated that. It was a lot of work, but it was also a lot of fun. It was cool just to, like, do something in the moment there. Because, uh... And uh, the brands that I did it with were super cool. I did a lot of live streaming with Mercer. I believe I did some live streaming with the dudes over at Baltic. I think I did it over with John at Brew Watches. Uh, always love catching up with John. It was really, really fun. I think I, uh... Hold on, one of my cats is trying to... Oh, no, good. That's, that's good. Uh, she's trying to destroy something she owns. So as long as it's not something I own, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Um... But like, it was just, it was just great. So huge thank you to everyone that took the time to either comment on our Instagram or email us. Like people took the time and emailed us and said, Hey, you know, great coverage, really enjoyed the live streaming. And um, I do apologize to everyone that had to see uh, my face for the first time on their, on their screens. (laughs) My bad.
0: I was so happy to see your face.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was doing my, my best to avoid it. I'm like, if I can just keep the camera on Michael, the camera loves Michael. If I can just keep it on Michael. No.
0: No there, one's
1: going to want to see me.
0: <laughs> there's just, there is always that weird element though, that you, you just, you meet people and I guess you never would have guessed that they look like what they look like. Right. Right. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was really a lot of fun.
1: Just kind of, um. Doing that, uh, we'll 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 get more into all of that specifically. There are just a couple housekeeping things to take care of. So just all uh, really quick, just so this episode is going to be us just recapping our journey, recapping the travel there, what experiences was meeting the br- uh, brands, highlights, um, things that we really enjoyed, things we like to see in the future, just the overall post windup NYC two thousand seventeen kind of impression slash coverage. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely housekeeping items first the 2000 I'm trying to figure out how to say this nah. the 3000 <laughs> the, the two book wash 3000 follower uh, giveaway winner has been chosen they've been contacted via facebook via via mm, I went I went I went culinary 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 there for a second oh uh, uh, we hit them up via facebook they've been contacted um, waiting to hear back basically uh, uh to enter, you just had to like us on Facebook, uh, and that person will be winning uh, the Timex Navi Harbor. Really sweet 100-meter uh, quartz diver with, like, a 12-hour GMT bezel almost. Really, really gorgeous watch. Um, it's coming with a strap that, it's, uh, that, that, that it fucking comes with. In addition it's coming with some Toxic NATO goodies. That's 18 millimeter RF-style Toxic Royal straps, the Toxic NATO's spring bar tool, the Toxic NATO sticker, and some of this awful fucking candy that you and Terry seem to be so goddamn fond of. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he li- I like Mike, he likes it. Uh that's gonna be coming out to the winner. Uh, so a huge thank you to everyone that liked the Facebook page to enter. Keep your eye on that. We're gonna be doing more and more things. I will tease it right now. I actually haven't talked to Michael about this um in depth, so I can't say too much about it, but Ooh, there ooh, 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 There is another giveaway coming up soon. Okay. It's not for a new watch. <clears throat> It's sort of for an old watch. It's definitely a used watch, uh, and it is a Russian watch. And it cool. is a Russian watch that a lot of people have been asking me about. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun giveaway. Um, we're doing it with the help and in conjunction with someone else who's a, a listener of the show. So always appreciate those kinds of touch, po- uh, touchstone, touchpoint, touchstone pictures, or the fuck it is. And uh yeah, really, really good. Just teasing it right now. I haven't talked to Michael about it, so. Um, But that is on the horizon. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, So so again, reiterating 3,000 follower to our Washington's uh, follower giveaway has been contacted. Uh, Waiting to hear back from them. Super, super thank you to everyone that tuned in. Keep your eye on the Facebook Um, for me, just typing in more useless stuff, like mainly my feelings. I think last time, I think one of the last rants I might have had on the Facebook was talking about my fridge. My fridge sounded like it had rumbly, tum- like rumbly tummy diarrhea. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs>
1: like if okay. if I, I could have like crushed up like a Tums and like and like blown it up the water dispenser with a straw, I would have. But I don't really know how appliances work. You know? Sure. So uh, I think that was the last. <laughs> that was the last Facebook thing I was like doing extended posts on. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, at this time, also as you're listening, we will have posted. Uh, um, a lot of fun shots and a lot of uh, uh, video segments, like really short, like 10, 15 second video segments of just sort of wrist shots from different boots and brands that we had experienced at wind up. So keep your eye on the Facebook for that. You would have seen them originally on the Instagram um, where they only really exist temporarily in the story segments. But I'm going to be putting them in Facebook permanently. <clears throat> um, uh Yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah, okay. 3,000 follower giveaway. Now, Michael, it is time to honor tradition in an expedited manner so we have more time to talk about Windup NYC. Fuck, 2017. We will honor tradition. We will do the wrist check. I'm talking too much. What are you
0: wearing? <laughs> yeah, mine is, mine is pretty easy, and uh, it's it's convenient because it's a watch that a lot of people have been asking us about. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe we spent a lot of time at the booth at Windup, but it's the Dan Henry, uh, 1963 Pilot Chronograph. That's what I'm wearing. Hell, hell, fucking yes,
1: hell. fucking and, Oh yeah, yes.
0: and if I, of course it goes without saying that's it's a watch that I also purchased at Windup. Um, yes, because I wanted to, I wanted to leave with a you know little souvenir. It's better than an I love New York T-shirt, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I got to I got to buy a Dan Henry from Dan Henry and and, uh, and Dan Henry crazy. Dan Henry was super fucking cool, really really cool guy was with a crazy cool. crazy world class collection of vintage watches. Yeah, <laughs> so who loves who loves wearing his his quartz 1963 pilot chronograph when I was <clears throat> when I was kind of sitting there trying to make up my mind between he's got like a steel bezel version and a black aluminum insert bezel version right and i'm like man which one do i go with and he kind of he kind of moves his his sleeve aside and he's like this is the one that i wear every single day <laughs> and i'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> he, like this is a guy this is a guy that has like every iteration of like the breitling navitimer and the breitling Copilot, which is what this watch is based off of so just to to see his kind of passion behind like the things that he does and you know, the watches that he makes at, at a really, really affordable price point, it was it was cool, man. I just I, I connected with him and I and I just had to buy it right then and there. Dude, hell yeah. Um, the,
1: the great thing is that I kind of saw embodied in Dan Henry just in regards to not how he was talking about the brand, but just orology in general, it's just one of those things where you have to have fun with it. If he yeah. took his shit too seriously, it would be such an inaccessible experience. Dude, they cleaned house. I know they sold a fuck ton of watches. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there yeah, was he just
0: something, something like uh, I think his partner said like, "Oh, it, it'll be good if we sell like, like thirty watches for the whole fair." Mm-hmm. And then like after the second day, or even before like the second day, he had already sold like over a hundred.
1: Dude, fucking cleaned,
0: <laughs> cleaned house,
1: man. And the thing is, good for them. They deserve it because there was just this. I don't know if it's just the, the, the energy behind the team or just the ethos of the whole brand vision or a combination of both, but there was just like a it sounds really weird me saying it, but like a magnetic energy to that booth. Every time we walked by, I just wanted to go there and like see what was going on. Not like buy watches, just hang out. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Really
1: cool. I'm happy you got that watch. I'm happy you dig it, man. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, but but real quick, it's just uh it's a it's basically a pilot chronograph. Uh, made in the style of uh, the Breitling co-pilot. What so is happening just, in the background right now? My my wife just got home. Oh, okay. It <laughs>
1: sounds like a wilderness explorer just walked in, like, under his crampons or whatever the fuck they Yeah, she,
0: she's got a lot of those charms on her keychain, so... Gotcha. It's, it's all that noise. Hey, Noor. Yeah, just, like, a. <laughs> it's a Breitling... It's based off the Breitling co-pilot, which is uh, kind of like a forgotten uh, model. It lives you know, in the shadows of the, uh, the Navitimer. So, um, basic three register chronograph, uh, with a 12 hour bezel for like a second time zone, super clean, just Dan Henry on the dial. Um, and I told you the other day, like I came home, I still haven't totally unpacked, but, uh, it had been several days after I'd gone back and I was like, man, I have not even unpacked my other watches. (laughs) (laughs) Because I just had this, I just had this one on wrist the whole time. Oh, and it's got a sandwich dial. That's something I figured out like really? when I, I got go home. Ahead. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: That's so cool. Would you? What, what did you pay for that? Two thirty. dollars hundred thirty thousand dollars.
0: No, no. Uh, this is. I did not go to the Phillips. Uh, I was going to street the night before. <laughs> how
1: many? How many fifty-five twelves or whatever the fuck that reference is? Did you buy?
0: Dan Henry was at that auction, also. Of course, you was. probably wearing one of these quartz uh, Dan Henrys. That make me that make me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no two two hundred and
1: thirty U.S. dollars. That's incredible, man. And I, I yeah. spent some time handling that watch too when we were hanging out in the in the lobby of your hotel. You're very smart, by the way, for getting a hotel and not uh, couch surfing like I was, because uh, I that I had to take an hour and a half train ride from where I was sleeping. Ugh. to the to the show and uh basically each time i'm on the train about halfway i'm like you know what i could just kill myself and this trip would be over
0: <laughs>
1: if i killed that, myself now there'd be no more pain
0: and that, Michael, that hotel that hotel was a godsend I'm, yeah, I'm, dude. I'm glad i made that decision to to get it across the street
1: <laughs> fucking, fucking next year i'm gonna fucking stay at a hotel in the area as well i don't care i don't care how many d's they gotta i, I gotta touch or whatever the fuck it is i have to do i'm gonna fucking try and get in a hotel man <laughs>
0: actually have like a good time, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's it. That's what I'm wearing. This uh, Dan Henry, 1963 uh, pilot chronograph. That's and if so you're cool. thinking about one, you should get it. Yes. It's I spent,
1: a- I spent some time with it. I think it's a great watch. The also super cool thing is that, I mean, regardless of what happens with the watch, even if there's like a QC issue and like, let's be super, super real with watches that are coming out at this price. Uh, uh, they're being done like in a way that's keeping the ec- prices economical for everyone, which I love. That being said, sometimes there are QC issues. There are QC issues with like with ten thousand dollar Waller watches, also. But what's fucking incredible is that Dan Henry, basically himself, if you contact him, he'll make it right. That's just the reality. Yeah. That's what
0: there I are. Sh- Q- there are QC issues with half a million dollar watches. Yeah, dude. You know? If and he and he did, he did say like, look, if you have a problem. Send me an email. I'll send you a new one. These things are cheap. That, those were his words exactly. Yeah, I think my, <laughs> one of my favorite parts
1: of his booth is like you were talking to him and I was trying to just like disappear in the shadows because I, I, I'm because i just brooding like that. And uh, someone had like run up like, I don't know. I don't know how people learn manners, but Michael, you and I weren't raised by like, like by, by, by fucking wolves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. But this person had, like, pushed themselves forward. And they're just like, hey, hey, where are these watches made? And Dan Henry goes, oh, they're made in China for cheap. And I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he, like, he didn't miss a beat. He's like, in China for cheap. I had to, like, turn away and just laugh my ass off. I'm like, dude, dude's just so honest. I love huh? that. And the watch is great. <laughs> I'm super happy you dig that watch, man. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. You know? How about you? I am wearing the ever confounding Paul Jot thirty-one thirty-three, which I like wearing. To I wore it last year to wind up, and it just confused a lot of people. And I it's wore it was the first
0: time—the uh, first time I'd seen it in person—and it exceeded my expectations.
1: Did you think it was? Did, did you think it was just going to be like a hunk of like reclaimed missile metal with like a with like a watch drawn on it?
0: <laughs> I thought it was gonna. No, I thought it was gonna be bigger. Oh. Um, but it's actually—it's actually pretty, pretty nice and small. Uh, and it looks great on your wrist. Yeah,
1: I got my cali- oh, Thank you. I got my calipers right here because I'm right next to where I'm working on Rivka, so all my tools are there. Uh, this thing, minus both the fucking crowns. Oh shit! That's fucking hilarious. It's 38 millimeters in diameter. What the yeah. fuck? Jesus! I didn't realize. But it's then,
0: a nice. It's a nice small chronograph, and that's what that's what caught me off guard. It <laughs> looks really, really good, especially on the blue. The bluish kind of tone strap you have it on.
1: Yep, I have it on like a blue, uh, like sort of racing inspired strap I got from, mm, can't fuck it up, crown and buckle. There we go. I didn't do it, Michael. I didn't fuck it up this time. You um, got it. I did, I did it, guys. Just hang up. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I wore this. I, I, I'm i wearing my Poljot 3133 right now. I wore it to the show this year. Um, I wore it just because uh, uh, I thought it would just be fun to wear it both years, like in a row. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So I well, I wore that for one day, and I think for the other day, I wore the Christmas Chrono. Unfortunately, the Rivka MTP1 did not make an appearance, which I feel awful about, but you guys will be seeing it soon. The first day, excuse me, the first day, I wore the Orient Christmas Chrono, which a lot of, I, I was surprised that watch is more recognized than people, just because we talk about it on the show, than I anticipated. You know what yeah,
0: I mean? Yeah, it, it was, people kind of spotted you
1: <laughs> just because of the watch. Not for my charms or my or my wit, because of my fucking <laughs> stupid green looking watch, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but oh,
0: I, I love that watch.
1: But yeah, right now we I think it's a great watch. I need to give it more um more wrist time. Uh I just sometimes I just don't, like just in the the shuffle of things, you know, especially especially if it, if it's like raining one day, I'm gonna grab a watch that I know is waterproof. Or water resistant. And then for some reason, I'll just wear that watch five days in a row. And more often than not, that's like my sumo. My sumo is like my go-to. My go-to, all right, I'm going to go outside. It's drizzling. But if this drizzle turns into like a day before the end of the world, Jake Gyllenhaal reference situation, I'll be okay. I'll be okay with the sumo. You know what I mean? It's not going to melt like any of my other watches. Although I guess the Samurai would be fine as well. The the Blue luminous Samurai yeah i'm wearing that right now i think it's a great little watch um i'm happy to know you enjoyed it as well uh uh, really appreciate everyone that saw it in person their kind thoughts uh mark from long island watch got a kick out of it just like he got he got a kick out of it last year yeah (laughs) yo, pole shots uh let me think what else uh with this watch specifically it's um it's great a couple people have reached out because they want to partake in the journey of hunting down uh, the Poljot 3133. And I applaud the desire.
0: Oh, so um, so like get in my way when I'm also trying to look for, for a Russian chronograph? Well, you're in luck, Michael. You're
1: looking for a watch that really no one, not that no one wants, but that no <laughs> one's really looking for. You're looking for the Seconda 3017, not even the Strela 3017, the specific Western Europe-Ukraine import Seconda. <laughs> 3017, the black dial with the green loop. It's a beautiful watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? One day. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> um I'm, uh, I'm, uh, no. I'm, I'm trying to do something special here. Give me some time. <laughs> no. I'm trying to make some things happen. I'm trying to make some things happen with that watch. Give me time. Oh my god. Alright. Give me time, Michael. Don't buy anything.
0: Alright. Oh my god.
1: Don't buy anything, Michael. Don't buy no don't buy no Airmans. Don't buy no. So uh none of that Nadine Richard Meal bullshit, whatever the fuck that 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 dude wears. (laughs) Nadine half Nadal Speaking of half million dollars, uh half million dollar watch of the QC issues, don't those watches break all the time when he plays with
0: them? Yeah, he has broken several.
1: Yeah, I'm not buying that watch. If it fucking breaks while someone's playing tennis. Alright. Although although I guess tennis is a violent I mean not violent in terms of like boxing, but like a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. (laughs) <laughs> a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot, of yelling, a lot of, a lot, of stone cold Steve Austin yelling. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking 3133 right now. Um, in the process of helping people in their journeys to find the right one, it is super tough. Um, I was talking to someone about this. I might have been talking to GTS Derek about this. But the current Soviet watch market—it's weird. I don't know what's going on, dude. Prices are going up. Of course. Prices are going up, and good examples of awesome pieces are, are are slimming down you know right now on ebay there's two slava medicals one of them is the controversial kfg dial which i've just decided to steer clear from because that's a whole different fucking podcast episode and another one is the traditional one with the uh, fucking you know staff and all that bullshit on there and other red markers but it's like 300 bucks hmm. dude, that's, a lot. Paying, that's a lot that's a lot of motherfucking cheddar dude you know if i'm paying 300 bucks for a sylvia watch i'm gonna buy one of those super rare raketa amphibians because that is a 300 hundred
0: dollar. oh yeah in
1: my in my opinion a very strange obscure but interesting watch um you could sort of see the raketa amphibian as the loser to the russian dive watch race <laughs> the, lo- <laughs> the loser to the vostok amphibia. but um that's a whole other, a, a, other episode but um yeah, here. I'm going I'm going to stop talking because we need to get we need to talk about wind up. Fuck fuck Russian watches. I mean not fucking Russian watches, just fuck my my, my predilection for rambling. We need to talk about fucking wind up.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, we do. It was uh it was a lot more crowded than I was expecting. You said it was it was way worse uh, this year than last year. I I felt like I man, I couldn't breathe in there. And like to, so, to find a fucking bathroom, man. Like what the, dude, what the Michael hell?
1: It's New York just pissing the streets. <laughs> it's If you have to go to the bathroom in New York City, take off your shirt and shit in the streets, everyone will think you're homeless. They're not going to bother you. <laughs>
0: just, just slide the shirt over my head. <laughs>
1: just take it off, dude. Just fucking like just urban urban commando. I'm taking a dump. <laughs> I'm taking a shit now.
0: Oh Get out God. of my way.
1: It's New York City, man. All right? <sighs> there's, there, 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 there's a precedent for just antisocial behavior.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: And, and $47 hot dogs.
0: Oh, gosh. But it was crowded. It was it, it was crowded, crowded
1: this year. So the difference is last year it was sort of crowded, but this year it was definitely more crowded. However, uh, uh, this is something I want to talk to a lot of the brands about as we kind of you know touch base with everyone else post-wind-up. I feel like the traffic, the foot traffic, it was more concentrated with watch folks. Last year, I also don't know why. I feel like I'm talking like the Ancient Aliens guys. Who are these people? I don't know why I'm that. <laughs> That's actually a very bad sign called impression. Sorry, I'm drinking wine right now, so I'm a little wind out. I'm a little wind out on wind up. But um, Oh we last we year, might have
0: to speaking of being wind out, we might have to explain some of our Instagram stories and our and our live feeds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: we'll talk about that. I'm not <laughs> proud I'm not proud of a couple of mine.
0: Yeah, same here.
1: (laughs) Although although everyone... Dude, yours was hilarious. Yours was like Donnie Darko hilarious. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Like, if Donnie Darko and Wes Anderson, like a Wes Anderson film, had a 45-second segment, that would have been yours. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. (laughs) Just teasing. We'll talk about that. But um, the quality of traffic this year, in my opinion, was more concentrated with watch folks, which I think is fucking awesome. That's what you want. Because last year it was a mixture of folks who were there for the show and then folks who were like buying eggplants and were just like, oh, this is a watch. Like, like not really just like, like kind of walking in, you know, and um, I, I didn't get that sense this year. This year I got the sense that people were there for the show. They were there to look at watches. And you know what, even if they were coming off just like the street, not the street, but like from Chelsea Market just walking around it was still just pretty cool quality traffic. Like I talked to booth to booth, talked to folks and they said that first day they were, they were selling watches, you know, went over to John from brew watches. What a, what a John. And he, he told me he'd sold stuff. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking that's rock and roll, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? So yes, it was crowded this year. Uh, I did certainly have a few moments where, uh, like some, I was having some kind of like xenophobic, agoraphobic, like panic attack. Like we are, <laughs> we are overdue for a new plague. There are far too many people, yeah, happening right now. <laughs> you know, we're way overdue. I believe that's a Dwight quote from The Office. We are, we are overdue from a, for a plague. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely crowded, but a good quality crowd. Uh, we were there. So Friday morning, we were there. I think an hour or two after the doors opened and it was pretty crowded so what were your because i was there last year so i had an idea of what to expect when you walked in in regards to like the setup and the brand offerings what were your first impressions aside
0: from the the crowd
1: my as god watch,
0: as a watch enthusiast my my god <laughs> my god the lighting here is terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I... yeah if I have to Excuse tell me. you my first impressions as, as yes. somebody as somebody that walked in with the intent of taking some photos, that was my first impression.
1: Yeah, um, the the Fighting the Lighting was definitely – Fighting the Lighting is also a great band name. Fighting the Lighting was definitely um, uh, a handicap that we had to work with specifically as people who were there to cover the event for yeah our audience and our listeners. So, yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. But having said that, you fucking crushed it with the photos. Everyone, just so everyone knows, all the photos that you saw posted, not my drunk Instagram segments, but the the (laughs) photos that you saw, you saw posted, Michael had taken all of those in, 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 in optimal for us. yeah, hell yeah, dude. Fucking like that Dan Henry shot, that Halio shot. Hell yeah. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it. I'm getting ahead of myself, but, but but yeah, that
0: that was my first impression. And then I kind of, um, I, I felt overwhelmed a little bit at how much was there could kind of just walking in and or- oris was the first one the first one that you see when you walk in through the doors and then you know their uh, their booth was really crowded and i was just like man this is like this is gonna be crazy like every single booth is just gonna be crowded all the time and then i found um i guess uh i, I was i <laughs> started to become a little more calm when we moved to the uh to the long island watch uh booth and, uh, Hell yeah, dude! Met Mark, hung out, and, hung out with Mark, repping uh, repping Orient Watch USA. Yeah, and uh, th- that kind of made things much better in my mind. <laughs> but um, you know, overall, it's it's a it's a really cool show. I think uh, I don't think I spotted way too many uh, people that I could categorize as like miscellaneous uh, foot traffic or or NPCs <laughs> overall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, if you say it was worse last year, I guess, uh, I I can see that. But, you know, it was way more crowded than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you're 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 right. Being at the uh so so Mark from Long Island Watch was there repping Orient uh Watch USA. And it's always so great to to kinda of just touch base with Mark because he has such a very positive and calming like atmosphere around him. Like everything's
0: always all right. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, everything's always alright. Even, right. even when out. he
0: was, even when he was like slammed.
1: Oh yeah, and he was yeah. slammed. There were points where he was like super, super. That, well no, that was slammed. that was
0: like the only time when we could kind of spend time there, because well, but, the rest yeah. of the show was just like he was really slammed. <laughs>
1: that was that was the the brokerology watch god's way of saying, "Listen, guys, you should just go to the Orient booth first. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. To set the precedent for the whole show. But, uh, but yeah, no. So just in terms of like, uh, 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 so how should we, how should we
0: proceed forward? Should we just talk about b- boots and brands now? Well, there were some uh, kind of in the previous episode, there were some brands that we kind of called out as saying, um, you know, like these are the ones we're the most excited to see. So I, I think it might be a good idea to talk about those brands first and then cool. maybe, maybe move to the brand brand. Or brands that we felt most uh, surprised by, uh, because that sounds awesome. Because I, I have, I have maybe a couple.
1: So, so what do what do you think was one of the more popular booths?
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely Halios uh, for sure. <laughs> without, oh yeah, dude. without he, a doubt,
1: <laughs> he was the pretty girl at the dance.
0: There's really no getting around it, and he's he's just he's just there by himself you know what i mean it, you know it also helps that he's you know he's his watch and the watches are just constructed like beautifully constructed yeah. um the new C4s are, are coming along really nicely but you know that guy he's easy on the eyes too man all like like you said all he does <laughs> he has to be like all he does is he has to just like make watches and work out that's all he does that's to be all he does yeah.
1: Which I think is probably one of the more incredible lifestyles one person could live. You know I mean? <laughs> but, Selling watches, being cool with that and working out. I think that would just, that would just be fantastic.
0: But yeah, great, great watches. Actually, even, um, you know, my wife was there for the first day and she, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't really know all of the nuances of the stuff that we discuss or even like micro brands. Like she knows what a Rolex is and, you know, maybe even like an IWC But you know, when she saw the pastel blue C4, she's like, "I want that one," (laughs) you know. (laughs) So it it caught her eye, and uh, you know, kind of that kind of speaks to to his design choices and and how he's he's going about creating these uh, these new C4 models. So yeah, uh, but he was definitely one of the more uh, popular booths at the uh, at the show.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the, the great thing about the way the C4 th- is designed, whether you're talking about like the, the fixed smooth bezel or whether it's got the, the clicky, the, the fucking clicky bezel, is that it's one of those super great simple designs that has a good balance of lines and shapes to where if you have two people in the room and someone likes something with long curved lines, but someone likes something with straight lines, they'll both like that watch because the watch has both of them in a world where they both exist. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's a
1: very visually palatable watch, and that's very difficult to do, you know. So, so kudos, mad kudos. And you've got a great shot of that Halio C4th GMT that everyone on the feed went nuts for.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still kind of like a proto. And I think, um, I think he has some kinks to iron out with the hands. If you, if you take a, if you take a look at the, at the photo, you might see some, some rougher edges on the hands. Uh, just know that, um, he hasn't finalized uh, the hands for that that model so far, yeah. so um, just just know that the final product will be much more uh, refined and polished. You know, yeah. He wanted us to clarify that, so we're clarifying it. If you if you noticed it in the picture at all, and also one thing I you know I didn't care much you know in photos. Once again, you know these are watches that I had only seen online before, and and something as unique as wind up gives us the opportunity to make these discoveries. But I never. I never really cared much for the fixed bezel version, but mm-hmm. basically the fixed bezel version kind of um, really makes that boxy sapphire crystal just like pop out. Yeah. So if you if you like that look, you might you might want to consider one of the fixed bezel versions. And uh, these new Seaforth uh, watches are coming out. I think maybe late November, early December. Last last kind of update that I saw from him.
1: I like the fixed bezel because I know this is not actually the situation, but it, it 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 tickles the pickle part of my brain that really likes that just simple case, almost like field watch look. Obviously, the C4 is not a field watch whatsoever, but you know that's not the case. But without the additional clutter of the bezel, just that fixed smooth bezel, there's just something about like I don't know. It almost increases like. The, the the clean presentation and the ruggedness of it if that makes sense mm-hmm. hold on yeah. my cat my cat is sticking her
0: whole head in my shoe that's Literally fine as long, as long as it's not like a like a food processor or something she sticks her head in the food processor and she
1: turns it on with her tail <laughs> she's that she's that dexterous and suicidal which is also a very bad name baby stop it stop it you're embarrassing in front of my friends come on come here sit here but um, <clears throat> yeah, Halios booth was really cool. Great to great to touch base with Jason again. I ran to him really quickly last year. He was just walking around. Um, great to see him again in person. Uh, didn't realize he listened to the show. What's up, dude? Um, let me think. What the next
0: popular booth? Should we, should we move to the next popular booth? I think another another brand that kind of caught us maybe caught us off guard. We you and I were both interested, mm-hmm. but I don't think we really knew or knew that we would catch on until really seeing them mm-hmm. uh was mercer
1: Dude, yeah, mercer that was killer that was probably one of my I, I i if at the end of the at the end of the show if you were just like cast top favorite moment i was gonna because that that's not how you talk but
0: i was gonna say <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> how I, that's how i talk all the time <laughs> you, talk, you talk like a dude from the 80s who's just way too cool <laughs> um mercer is probably my top experience um Caught up there with uh, the guy that I was repping, a guy named Neil. Uh, so I uh, uh, also spoke with the owner afterwards, a guy named Scott. Really incredible experience just talking with those guys. They're from Jersey. The watches are just – there's just something – there's something very classic but still, like, unique about them. Like, mm-hmm. there's something quintessentially uh, uh, chronographic <laughs> pornographic, chronographic, sorry, chronographic <laughs> uh, about that Lexington. But at the same time, in like a lineup, I could point out to you which the, which one the Lexington was, even yep. though it's still a very classic design. Same with that Wayfair, that Sea Wayfair, or Sea Wafer, Sea Sugar
0: Wafers. I know what it was called. I was disappointed. I was just, I thought I was going to get a chance to see that new GMT.
1: I was so excited because they're had they they had, they're doing this quartz GMT, I think, for around 300 bones or just a scotch under. And, um, I was very excited to see that too. But yeah, no, really blown away by Mercer. Uh, uh, the really cool thing that I wanted to talk with them about, actually I, I spoke with, with Neil about this, is just, uh, I'm pretty sure his name was Neil. I'm sorry if, I, if that's wrong. I'm like three, I'm like three wines in right now. It's Steve! Um, <laughs> So I, I might I might not even be recording a podcast. I might be just in the bathtub with my head under the water, okay. counting backwards from 10. You,
0: you know? never actually hit the record button. <laughs> you got to call I mean... <laughs> me back after. <laughs> oh, let me hey. check.
1: Let me check, check, check. Oh, thank God I am recording. Fucking give me a heart attack. <laughs> I'd be like a fucking, just like a bag of dicks if I wasn't recording this whole time for the past fucking 40 minutes. Um, the big thing I wanted to talk with Mercer about was just the use of the seagull chronograph movement, the Venus one seven five in the lexington so for folks who remember there's two brands there we'll talk about the other one in a few moments uh, baltic and mercer both are using the seagull chronograph and so just wanted the opportunity to talk with them uh, just about what the qc process was like in terms of the movement from china and then what they do over here in the sea uh, in the states in regards to regulating and like what like servicing the watch was going to be like and he basically explained to me it's, it's in my opinion a very rigorous like multi-step qc process Because they want these movements to go out and they want people to feel comfortable buying them because the thing is when you hear Chinese chronograph seagull movement, for people who don't know the history of that movement, you might go and like Google it and it's, it's really annoying, but in an ocean of hundreds of positive reviews. One or two negative ones will sway your opinion, depending on where you are in like the decision process funnel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: I've seen I've seen photos on on Reddit where somebody just posted like, "Oh, this happened today," and it's like the the central chronograph seconds hand just like broke off the the assembly, and it's right. just like it's just like in the bottom, like just like <laughs> on the floor of the like dial of the watch. <laughs> but that could happen to any watch.
1: You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. With the seagull, there's like I feel like a stigma you sort of have to work <clears> against, work past when you so when you tell someone it has the seagull uh, movement in there. So I was talking, talking, talk, talking to guys over Mercer about that, and they basically explained it's like a pretty rigorous multi-step process and stuff they do overseas and the stuff they do over here. Um, and the thing is that my favorite part is the answer that he gave me in regards to servicing the watch. He's like, "Well, you can send it to us, but the reality is, and this is this is like I feel like the true watch." Geek, horology enthusiast, non-snobby answer. so like, oh, go. The reality is, any watchmaker, any watch tech in the states, worth his merit, can service the watch. And mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you, Dude, Thank you. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's the. Re- I feel like that. I feel like that's that's the reality. Uh, the difference is uh, Baltics answer, and I, I understand the reason why they gave a different answer. Which we'll talk about later. But I mean, that's the truth. A good, the, uh, especially with some of these older movements, to so some, something like that. But that Venus 175, as long as you take your time, you should be able to figure it out, or it's entirely possible someone's worked on it, because when you go through stop it, sweetie. The cat's really trying to stop it. Stop it. God damn it. Uh, um you go through a very just like strict process when you go through watch school, watch like watch tech school, you know, to the point where you they train you like a samurai warrior to be able to wield any weapon you find in the battlefield. To be able to kind of anticipate and encounter whatever movement you might, you know, find in the wild, uh, especially with something like that. Obviously, I know the thing that really goes for like in house movements, like some of this, uh, like some of those P Pannerize, you know what I mean? And then like some of the fucking like weird ass Hublot shit, you know? I mean, all bets are off with those, but. Right. But that's that, that, like, so that was the answer that he had given me. And I thought, I thought that made a lot of sense. And I thought that was super, super cool of him to say it like that. But, but yeah, so. I think I'm going to get one of those uh, Mercer Lexington's down the road. Um, Maybe when I have – maybe when I'm not stealing quarters out of fountains in Disney uh, because people throw quarters in the Gaston Fountain here in Magic Kingdom. So I just go there every day uh, to pull out a couple bucks for dinner, you know? Easy Um,
0: easy way to a burrito?
1: Easy way to a burrito. I can afford my Disney annual pass membership, but I can't afford dinner. Oh, I got man. my I got my priorities straight, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in a few months, um, depending if there are any still available, uh, I think I'd like to pick up one of those Lexington Chron- Lexington chronographs. I think it was beautiful. Yeah. I think either that straight panda dial with that dark light contrast, or maybe that silver dial, silver subdial ones.
0: Hey, what'd you think about uh what'd you think about Monta? Incredibly surprised. Same. I think that
1: sums up hold on, sweetheart, these are for humans. Are you a fucking human? <laughs> You're not a human. Actually, these aren't even I shouldn't even eat these. She's trying to eat these like cardboard cookies I bought at Publix because it's like a picture of a grandmother on them. And I thought I thought they would like make me be filled with love. But instead they make me filled with tapeworms and like tissue paper because they're disgusting. And my cat <laughs> my cat really wants to fucking eat one. Sweetheart, you don't want this shit, trust me. I'll give you like real food in a minute. I'll give you like a burrito, all right. But um pleasantly surprised. Uh, saw the pieces in person, caught up with the guys in person. Uh, they're based out in St. Louis. <sighs> Off the bat, the brand I know is hard for people to sort of immediately accept because they came out the
0: gate with like a $2,200 watch as a micro brand, right? That's about that's the price point of that diagram. Yeah, that. yeah that's where it was. I think it's, lo- it's lower now, but yeah, that's that's what happened. From just understanding this specific community niche
1: and how it really informs like the business vertical a product strategy out the gate with a watch that high it's tough it's tough for people who don't know the brand to spend that money but here's the thing i mean the quality is there i mean the quality is there spades if that's yeah. even how you say it it's it was out was of out of this
0: yeah, dude. I was so I I went there kind of thinking that I would be more interested in the Ocean King, which is their mm-hmm. diver. And they're supposed to come out with a GMT version of it next year. I guess I'll take a look uh, next year. And they came out with a, um, I think it's like a time only, uh, I guess you could call it, you know, explorer style field watch called the Triumph. Hell, and I, I didn't think I was yes. gonna. I didn't think I was gonna care for that one. Um, here's here's the thing. Also,
1: the watches. So this is this is the reality of just digital marketing in general. The quality of the pieces does not translate in pictures. It just doesn't. No, not at all. So the second I picked up one of those triumphs, I didn't say it out loud because I try not. I try not to show my cards when I'm when I'm coming into a situation skeptically. But I'm. But in my head, I'm just like, fuck my mouth. This is a nice watch.
0: Yeah, it's like 10, 10 millimeters thick. It's beautiful. It's be- the case the the, the 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 case proportions
1: are are super on point for me. I don't like larger watches. I like smaller watches. The thing is only 10 millimeters thick. The case size lug to lug was perfect. The bracelet the bracelet was bonkers. That was one of the nicer quality probably one of the nice quality braces i ever had in my hand
0: ever. Yeah, they they really they really went the distance uh to yeah, kind of en- engineer that clasp. Yes, it's almost like it's almost like Rolex e Rolex-ish. You could say that.
1: But the, here's the um, great thing. Here's the great thing about that watch. The quality was there. The look was there. I've held watches that also had those things, but I was so afraid of like damaging them or like getting them scratched. For some reason, something about that Triumph, I felt like I could put it on and just fucking fist fight a bus. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, does that make <laughs> sense? Like, I wasn't afraid to wear the watch. As yeah. like an everyday normalo, you know? Yeah. I thought that, that was incredible. That was a
0: hit with uh that was also a hit with uh, Terry from Toxic Natoes, who we also met there. Fucking <laughs> Terry <laughs> He really he really liked that one too. I believe he either did he, co- did he go home with one? Do you have one now, Terry? <laughs>
1: Terry, did you? So I couldn't remember Terry. It's one of two things, or both things. You either couldn't stop talking about the watch, or you pre-ordered the watch. <laughs> uh, I think the gray, maybe the gray dial, which I, which I do not blame you for. If I, if I, if I wasn't sucking cores out of vending machines, I probably would have seriously considered putting down money uh, uh, on that watch as well, or at least just ex- explored my options further, specific, specifically on that Triumph. I'm yeah. um, incredibly surprised by that thing. That was um, – but so like, like I said before, though, the hurdle for the brand, the hurdle for Monta is figuring out a digital strategy to really engage with people and articulate the quality in a way that makes sense. Um, there are a few methods that are possible. It's definitely possible, but it's going to sort of feel like an uphill battle. But the thing is like when you – I feel like when it gets there, it's going to be huge because that was just
0: – Yeah. They're they're taking the right steps, I think.
1: Yes, yes. At this point, yes, they are, and they're also doing it at a at a pretty opportune time because we are seeing an increase in um, the cost for U.S. based microbrand watches, and also I guess international microbrand watches. You know, um, the Orion Calamity is going to be uh, uh, up there, not up there, but up there. Uh, the Oak and Oscar Jack Jackson Jack. I almost I almost we saw uh, we
0: saw that one too.
1: We saw that one too. We have we have feelings. We'll talk about those in a few minutes. But um, but yeah, Manta was great. Great, great meeting up with the guys there. Um, looking forward to seeing how that how that piece evolves. Looking forward to keeping an, uh, an eye on the brand. I know friends of the show, um, Aaron Shapiro and Russell Nanny. I know they did a review. I think of the Sea King, Ocean, on King? Ocean King, Sea, sea King's a Pokemon. Sorry. Um, <laughs> is it? Seeking is a poke. Seeking is the evolved form of Goldeen. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> you see, it's a pun. It's a pun, Michael. Seeking. It's a it's a seeking missile, but it's also the sea king,
0: the king of the. Ooh, they got the they got the blue one. That one sold out. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. on the review right now.
1: Yeah, throw throw a link up in the sh- we'll throw a link up in the show notes. But uh, I know they did a review, and um, so so super cool to to see brands uh kind of getting that kind of uh content exposure so yeah really really great meeting up with you guys if you're listening to the show um it was just an incredible experience to see those in person that was probably one of the bigger surprises i think of the show for me well who else who else who else who else uh i think the other big surprise is that itanoi brand uh, i mentioned them before i think um they're based out in israel the i believe it was the owner the owner was there the pieces i think the, the, his booth might not have gotten enough traffic, uh, as was merited in my opinion, because the pieces are, are, they're quite gorgeous. They're very meticulously designed. They're almost, I almost want to say like high art without saying snobby, if
0: that makes sense. No, that, that's, that's, I think that's what they fall into. Yeah.
1: Very, very beautiful pieces. Um, they, they, some of the pieces are designed with sort of like, um, like, like an Israeli sort of leaning. So you'll see a very, a lot of that sort of like rich blue every now and then. A lot of very intricate sort of like gold work and like almost almost what you see as fine jewelry work would yeah. end up in some of those watches. Really wonderful. But the big sort of. A surprise... lot of different,
0: different like numerals and stuff too. Like they had a, like an Arabic, uh, not like Arabic, Arabic like numerals. Right, right. Um,
1: uh, they had one with um, uh, Hebrew on there as well. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that looks so cool, man.
1: Well, here's the big surprise. The big surprise was not necessarily them being there. The big surprise was your wife trying to get me in front of the guy to buy that watch for Rebecca because we're having our <laughs> wedding, and my fiance is Jewish in front of the guy, and I'm like, I'm like, Noor, I have no, I have no legs to stand on right now.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was, she was, she was also. That was another brand that kind of caught her eye. She was really into. She spotted the one with the actual like. Arabic uh, script and stuff because yeah, uh, as her first language, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she just connected with them. They, be, they're they're pretty yeah. pretty beautiful, beautiful watches. But man, I mean, the
1: price expensive, expensive. Yes, the the price is super justified. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, it's overpriced. No, dude, the price is super justified. If anything, it's almost affordable. I mean, the pieces range anywhere for depending on what you're looking at. I think between like two thousand and like ten thousand bucks. I could be wrong.
0: Does that sound right, you Michael? Yeah, pro- probably more. <laughs>
1: probably more. It's justified, just in regards to the the bespoke, bespoke, bespoke culinary, culinary uh, nature of the watches. That being said, I will fall back and do a callback to an earlier joke, and with me stealing quarters out of a fountain, I'm I'm not about to buy. I mean, the, the watch. I think that nor your wife wanted me to buy for my fiance for a Jewish wedding. I think was the cost of our entire Jewish wedding.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at his his latest one. Oh, his latest one here is five thousand six hundred. I thought it was way more.
1: Oh, tis tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that was. I think that was one of my bigger surprises. Was trying to find myself in a position of negotiation. With the seller in one ear and your wife screaming uh, for me to just buy the watch for my Jewish <laughs> fiance in the other ear, I'm like, I'm like, I, I have, I don't know how you haggle for, I don't know how your wife haggles for prices
0: or not. She doesn't. Excellent. Good, good talk. Good talk. <laughs> she doesn't. She's like, let's just get it. <laughs> let's, just, let's just buy. It. Let's get it right now. Let's get two. Let's get two and break one. Okay. Uh, and then I have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's that's what we signed up for, man. That's what everyone yeah. that's what everyone keeps telling me. Because my wedding is coming up soon, so like users, like listeners, will like <clears throat> uh, DM me, and like I'll say something about my about my fiance. They'd be like, "Well, you know what you signed up for." And it's like, guys, I'm not I'm not like boarding the Amistad. Like I'm marrying, <laughs> like I'm I'm marrying, <laughs> I'm marrying someone I care about very much. You know, yes, there are certain like gender role precedents that are probably gonna uh, come through. The day after, but you know, whatever, you know, maybe, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, um, the other booth, this is the big one. Are you ready, Michael? This
0: is the big one. I'm ready. Stova. Yeah. Okay, good. I was about to bring this one up. (laughs) Dude, how long did it take us to even like get in there to look at the pilots? It was really funny because he had his booth split up between, I don't know if you can hear my dog running around. Oh, I can hear it. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) Yeah, we have this portion where it's like a wood floor, and her little paws are just like crazy on top. She's just but going, yeah. just going tippy tappy. Yeah, but yeah, he had his booth kind of split in half, where like one table was like the dressier, kind of almost no-most looking watches, and like not many people were looking at those. But it was a fucking horde at where like the, <laughs> where the fleegers were. Now that's what I wanted to see, and it took like it took like a day to get to them
1: um it took like a day and we had to find the wizard's key and we had to get to the top of the tower to save the princess in time before the second full moon Find the jade monkey like it felt like a fucking everquest quest that never ended yeah to try and fucking figure out how to get some you got a little bit of time there by yourself and then i got a little bit of time there uh by myself and the thing is they weren't selling watches but that's another brand that doesn't really have i mean dude fuck fuck brick and mortar they don't have a u.s presence
0: yeah, and it, it, so this was cool because I as much as I drool over like the older like German Flieger watches and kind of muddle over the history like constantly, I um I've actually never <clears throat> yeah, well with the exception of the IWC Big Pilot, I I haven't really tried many of them on. Right. Um, you know, and I know I know about Whoa. Hey dog. That's I know right. <laughs> I know about things like the Mark Eleven, uh, which was like it's kind of like one of the definitive pilot watches. Um but you know to to try on their like 36 millimeter pilot watch from Stova, that was really cool. It was incredible. Um, I,
1: I tried that one on as well.
0: Yeah. And I, I came to the conclusion that at least for me, in my journey looking for a like a Flieger style pilot watch, I'm either gonna go 36 millimeter or I'm gonna go as big as I can go. <sighs> Like, flavor like, Flav. <laughs> like forty. Because I tried on, I tried on the. I think he had a forty there as well, and maybe even like a forty-two. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just, I just think the Flieger style has to be either huge or something smaller, like a Mark Eleven. Anything mm-hmm. in between is kind of, you know, it's kind of like those forty millimeter or like forty-two millimeter, like Panorays. Like some of them don't really translate very well, right? Um,
1: I think the thing is, so with the smaller Flieger, you're dealing with something that has a vintage watch aesthetic. With the larger Fleegers, you're dealing with something that's more authentic. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, I tried on 36mm as well. That was probably one of the most single purest watches I've ever worn in my life. It's crazy. It's, inc- it's, <laughs> that it's thing, incredible. That thing, that thing
0: on like a like an admiralty like gray or like a deep navy NATO like or would, RAF strap like it ugh. would be
1: killer. It would be insane. I'm not.
0: I don't necessarily
1: grav gra- gra- gravilate. Mm, there it is. That's that's that's, grav- that's eight years of higher English education training right there, guys. Uh, <laughs> Gravelate. Mm. gravitate. There it is. I don't necessarily gravitate towards more not minimal because that sounds Kickstarter like jerky, but more purist type dials. I do gravitate towards watches like that. I usually like watches with something fun or like a pop of color or it's just something visually interesting like the Orient uh, Neo-70s Christmas Chrono or like this pole jot, which is just fucking hysterical. Um, but there was something so pure about that watch. I just fucking loved it. The case construction was incredible. The dial was yeah. perfect. The watch... The watch felt like it had been perfect since the dawn of time, and long after right. I die and my dust blows to the wind, the watch will still be perfect, regardless <laughs> of human
0: intervention. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and, man, um, incredible watch. Wonderful experience yeah. to try it on. What's that priced at? At thirty six, I, th- I think it was a like eight hundred and thirty euros. It was like that's um, like that's like. The fuck is the Fonz trying to break into your place right now, dude? Do you hear that? Some yeah, I heard has. that. <laughs> Let's see, Stova. Yeah, we should we should prep a little bit more. I know some podcasts do like notes and stuff and they're all ready and shit.
1: <laughs> not us. Michael, I haven't prepped for anything since the SATs.
0: <laughs> and those did
1: not go very well for me. So I learned prepping is shit. All right.
0: Let's see, Classic 40. Fucking walked class, out of there with like classic a Classic 36, 831. Euros. Uh, Euros, so that's
1: what like eleven hundred dollars. What's the euro no, to USD? I, I,
0: I don't, I don't even think it's to USD. That is currently nine hundred sixty-five dollars and fifty-eight cents. Wow, that's that's pretty good, a, man.
1: I, that's fucking incredible.
0: <laughs> it's it's a lot, but it's probably the last like pilot Flieger watch you'll ever need. That's the thing. I think if I bought that, I would never
1: have the desire for another pilot watch ever again i don't know of any other watches i could say that with i don't know if there's a dive watch that i could buy and never want dive watches again i don't know if it's yeah. a chronograph that i could buy and never want chronographs again but i know for a fact if i got that still of a 36 millimeter for 965 dollars or whatever the fuck it is usd yeah. i would never want or need another flieger type watch ever again
0: Zin, Zin makes the five five six, which is it's similar. I think it's like thirty eight point five or maybe thirty nine millimeters or something like that. But I think on the on like leather, it starts at like a thousand thousand sixty or something like that, and uh, a little bit more if you go for the the bracelet. So I mean, like
1: I'm, I'm going to cool. if I if I want chocolate chip cookies, don't give me oatmeal raisin. Okay? <laughs> That's not a fair comparison. I do I do feel bad for saying that. But I was just so smitten with that Stover 36 millimeter. Um, that crown. I love that I loved everything about that watch. That's not even a watch that I would normally gravitate to. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like falling in love with a brunette when you're strictly blondes. But you meet the perfect <laughs> brunette. The perfect one. She gets you. You like the same shit. You eat the same restaurants. You're lazy in the same ways. It's perfect. You know?
0: Yeah. Man. who else who else kind of surprised us i got the sheet open um hey how about um how about wilk watchworks how crazy were holy those? shit that with was his fucking... with his mom his
1: mom dude wilk watchworks dude your mom is so cool because it's not like she was just there like manning or, or just hanging out at the booth dude she knew the fucking products and yeah. she's like, like answering people's questions, and she's repping the brand. She's like, oh, my son makes these, and I'm like, this is fucking adorable. This is adorable. Yeah. I wish like my recent, mom was cool.
0: You know? <laughs> he recently started offering um, actual Swiss tourbillons. So le, some le, so, le we, tourbillon. haven't <laughs> we haven't posted photos. We haven't posted photos. I don't really know where they're gonna fit into our feed, but um, uh, I, I think I, I think did, did some some watches I that started fifty thousand.
1: I might have done some story segments with it. I know I did a couple story segments with some of the Wilk Watchworks that I have saved that I'll be putting up on Facebook, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But um those pieces were incredible. And the thing is it's one of those great brands that everyone needs to know about because cause, cause him and I were talking about this very directly, because I I'm always a proponent of candid conversation. Um as if you guys probably didn't know from how I conduct myself on the show. But <laughs> <laughs> I basically just we had a very straight up conversation about pricing and watches and his brand wilk watch works is one of the few brands that i mean i can only think of another brand that does this seiko his brand also has basically a watch in almost every single price range dude
0: yeah yeah here on the kind of sheet that we got from from worn and wound it says uh, between four hundred dollars to twenty five hundred dollars but like uh, the pieces that were displayed there went way beyond twenty five.
1: But like there's, it's just
0: there's a new GMT coming out that's like also a tourbillon, like a Swiss tourbillon. <laughs> you know, so pretty pretty nuts.
1: <laughs> so when you're in space in zero gravity, you can also make sure your east and west coast time is is delineated properly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: While keeping accurate time, but yeah, that was an incredible booth. It was incredible uh, uh, speaking with his mom and just kind of hearing her perspective. It was great talking with him. Um, probably the nicest dressed person there, rock and roll. That's where it's at, yes. you know? I believe he is based in, ooh, Van Toronto. Cro- I always do that. I was, Yeah, Toronto. I was. Whenever I have to say anything that's dealing up in Canada, I just say Vancouver and hope someone corrects me. The only time <laughs> I know it will work is with Halios, because I'm pretty sure Jason's,
0: <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank, he is. Thank, thank
1: fucking God. Thank <laughs> Christ, dude. Oh my God. But yeah, no, uh, wilkes Walker wilkes Wilks. The tongue twister right there wilk watch works really really cool that's another brand that has some uh great instagram presence but you never get to see the pieces in person maybe i'll mm-hmm. pick up one of
0: those man in uh in a month maybe i don't know i'm kind of i'm quite some of some of the really beautiful ones like you'll you'll peruse the site and be like man this one's gotta be like fucking ten thousand dollars and you look and it's like five hundred bucks
1: yeah the decorated wonderfully plus his logo looks oh, like the Triforce yeah. from from Zelda which is obviously yeah, that, yeah it's true it's that true. gets points that gets points in my book right away because yeah. um, that means I don't have to buy Zelda shit from Hot Topic anymore so rock and roll <laughs> you know oh, but yeah man. that was that was an incredibly positive experience um, really great catching up with him you know it was also I was also personally surprised by um, I'm gonna fuck this up Alfion. Alfion. Yeah, yeah. How the fuck do I say that name, Michael? Ophion. I think it's I think it's Ophion. Ophion. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I'm writing it down. Ophion. <laughs> that was uh, the. So they're based out in Spain, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The two guys were there. The pieces. It's a shame that they were positioned where they were because I think it was very easy for people to miss them. Those pieces. Uh, I mean, they were just finished with incredible attention to detail. They were beautiful and they're also not divers. I will hardcore it behind any non-diver piece in the microbrand horology world right now, you know. They were they were dress watches and I think my favorite part is he was kind of breaking down the dial decoration on one of the models and kind of like mm-hmm. it's a very intricate sort of like CNC process to get the textures in there in a way where it bounces off the light really, really well. It had like a very interesting, almost like exaggerated, like Breguet hour hand, a big circle in the fucking middle. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Really beautiful pieces. I mean, and the thing is, like that was another experience where when you held it in your hand, you're like, dude, hell yeah, this is, this is some quality shit right here. This is some, yeah, this is an, this is an incredible experience that I'm having right now. I do apologize. I'm not super familiar with their models. I don't think I got any paperwork from them when we were there. So.
0: This this might be a little bit sinful, uh, what I'm about to say, but yeah, the model, the model that they were pushing um, that we were kind of drooling over was the OPH seven eighty six. Okay, uh, it's it's their newest model. I think it comes in like a silver dial, uh, right. like a Bluish bluish dial, yes. and I think a, like a gray one as well. And I, like a lot of people, I fantasize about maybe having like a Philippe Dufour. Like I think those are beautiful watches or something more minimal from like, uh, Laurent Ferrier, mm-hmm. uh, it's never going to happen, you know, um, I probably would never even pay that much for a watch even if I could, <laughs> but I think something like the, uh, the Ophion, um, OPH 786, it kind of, I don't I think I don't think it scratches the itch. I think it does something a little bit better. It's it's more satisfying. Yeah. Uh, it's it's its own thing, but can kind of. I think you know, it's a wonderful tick comparison. All, tick all those boxes. Yeah,
1: know? I think it's a wonderful comparison. It puts itself very very well into the subtle high design luxury bracket yeah. without you having to pay dictator prices. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And
0: the, the movement finishing looks like wonderful. Really nuts. Yeah. I don't I don't know what movement it is. Let it me... looks
1: like it's made from spare terminator parts. Does that make sense? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I have no clue. I, I'm not really sure what movement it was. He told um, me, but I fucking forgot.
1: Um Salida? No, it would be Salida. Maybe just Salida.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure. Not really sure. We'll we'll find out. But um what is well, Wait, here we go. For our movement, we wanted to do a very original caliber. So okay. we took the techno time base and redesign the bridges and decoration in the same way that we had designed the watch techno time i have a very serious question what the fuck is techno time michael i don't know man it's techno time It's
1: (laughs) it's incredible though the level of attention to detail translates into the watch it's probably a brand a lot of the listeners haven't heard about i didn't hear about them until we went there and we saw them in person we talked to the guys and here's the thing also that's noteworthy guys this was a dress watch that caught michael's eye
0: yeah that yeah, doesn't true. happen by the way we're, we're man i guess i guess we're not cool enough we didn't know about techno time techno time is a swiss movement manufacturer established in 2001 located in La chaux de fons interesting <laughs>
1: Do some more research on that. Maybe bring them up in like a movement episode or something like that. But yeah. Um, but yeah, the pieces were great. They are priced in a place that might deter folks, which I totally understand. But very similar, I think, to Manta, the fucking quality and the specific facet within urology that void they're filling. It's there, man. You know, yeah. I think the pieces range between like 1500 bucks. and
0: 2000 This says the pre-order... The pre-order for these is at, uh, 1150 euros for the uh, silvery oh, white one. Which okay. is the one I go- actually all of them,, 1150 euros. Wait, no, the gray one is 950 euros. Where the fuck did we get 2,000 euros from? I feel like he said that. Maybe you know maybe these are pre-order prices only, but full retail they're a little bit more. that, could that, be that might that might be what's happening. Wow, that's a That's a great price actually Fuck my mouth. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Who else? Maybe Who I shouldn't kind of...
1: get married and just buy watches.
0: <laughs> Don't say that.
1: You think, I, you think I can get my deposits back?
0: <laughs> no, you can't.
1: Oh well fuck you're oh. right. That's
0: that's what a deposit is, son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> Who else? I was um So I, I talked about this brand in, in the pre the pre episode, mm-hmm. Martinero. Hell yeah. Really cool. I um so I almost went with a Martinero. Uh, before deciding on the on the Dan Henry, wow, by the way I think I might have told you, I almost went with a Martin Arrow.
1: No, I didn't know that. I,
0: I wanted to spend a little bit less on a spontaneous purchase, so <laughs> with the Dan Henry. Um, but a Martin but Arrow could gorgeous. easily be in the
1: future. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Another great example of doing something that had very classic sort of features, but uh, a very fun use of color, a very fun coherent use of like a very pleasing color palette, in my opinion.
0: What oh. other watch looks like one of those edge mirrors with, like, the aqua and the red and the white and the deep blue? Like.
1: Right? Very, very cool, man. And uh, yeah. um, I like the lugs on the on the case. When you look at it straight on, they look very straight. But then when you sort of get an angled look, you can notice the shape. It almost has, like, a very playful, less takes-itself-seriously-nomos vibe. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, uh, definitely, with, like, some some marine chronometer kind of... Yes, yes, yes. Uh,
1: it uses vibe. it uses the Miyota it uses the Miyota A two series, so it has the uh, sub seconds. I think at like four o'clock, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like four thirty, somewhere around there. Here's the best
1: part. Tell everyone at home, Michael, how much the watches are, or like the price span of them.
0: Uh it's just like a hair over five hundred. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, that is so. He, he was doing cool. like a he was doing like a discount there. I think like taking eighty bucks off or something. So I'm sure some people. walked away with a new martinero edge mirror and he's actually he's actually running a uh, kickstarter campaign uh now for sure i forget the name of his new model it's the carison yeah okay it's it's a little bit bigger it's got like a crosshair dial comes in a a variety of finishes one is all blue one is all white one is like
1: blue and black still fits in like the same design aesthetic as the other product offerings
0: yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm looking at the campaign now. He's got 18 days to go. The goal was 25,000 and he's at 66,000. <laughs> so, congratulations. Congrats, <laughs> congrats John, <laughs> you know. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, he had some of those there. Um not for me cuz they they're like a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just check these out if you're if you're kind of in the position where you need to buy like a dressy watch or like a they're not even like dress watches they can be but they're way more fun
1: if you want a watch that's not a diver watch that's just like a super fun casual everyday watch but that still has a very unique and personal flair to it where you feel like not everyone on the street's gonna be wearing this watch something very unique to you definitely check it out really fun stuff man that's another one that i would have loved to have uh have picked up so great great catching uh catching up and just meeting you know the martin arrow dudes in person and uh looking forward to you know touching base with them more in the future and just kind of uh, keeping up to date with their brand uh yeah. who else but uh, we i mean so so we we saw this is a highlight for me i know i know we're short on time i mean i don't know how much longer we can go on well let's wing it
0: let's go let's go let's go man
1: <laughs> um i finally got to see an orient sun and moon blue
0: dial in person Ooh, and I fell in love with the. Monarch.
1: It's a beautiful. Oh, the monarch is gorgeous. Yeah, it's <laughs> so that's another. It's another dress watch you fell in love with. So the thing is, it's it's. I remember Michael was talking about. Michael had mentioned it, like, oh yeah, the orange Sun and Moons, and I'm like, no 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 no, it's the blue dial. That's the only yeah. one you care about.
0: And I di- and I didn't believe you. You I didn't. Like, yeah.
1: I could tell it. I could tell and on like, the timbre of your of your of your res of your of your hesitance. <laughs> you didn't believe me. Like that's fine. I don't need you to believe me. I need you to believe you. as soon as we go and we see that watch in person it's gonna happen and we fucking saw it in person the first thing the first thing he said was hoo hoo you were right the blue the blue blue is where it's at I'm like thank you thank you dude (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah.
1: but the monarch is gorgeous I mean it's great you know it's it's mark over to uh long island watch did a great job of repping orient usa they've had a great relationship for years and uh the products on display were wonderful the only thing is he did not have the orient nami out which we did a press release for um a while back and we get uh, a lot of traffic on um you know uh, i would love to do a hands-on with that at some point or just to have seen that watch in person but um but that was great seeing that watch Oh, let me think. Uh, we talked about Monta Brew, John from Brew Watches. We got to take a look, uh, take a gander at his new Cafe Collection. Really, really cool watch. So obviously you guys have heard us talk about Brew Watches a bunch on the show because I have one of the original uh, Quartz Chrono Black Brews. Um, he's got the HP1 line out in a few different iterations. He's in a collaboration with Wonder Woman. He's also done a few, or I think a couple, one or two limited edition ones. Um, really great catching up with him in person, seeing the Cafe Collection piece uh, uh I mean, he's one of the few brands that really authentically always designs within his motif and theme. All Michael, I can't say this enough. All I want to do is put on my Brew Watch Quartz Chrono and drink fucking coffee.
0: All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a Chemex so you can start making some real coffee.
1: I I tried explaining to my fiance how I wanted a more a more like like hipster friendly coffee setup. And I didn't use those words to her because, you know, I'm trying to like articulate a point, <laughs> but like I, and she like, she's just like, no, we have is fine. And I'm like, what we have is not fine, babe. I'm a, <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm a coffee connoisseur
0: with a coffee noob setup. All right. Yeah. Some, some people are all yeah. about the AeroPress, but no, nah, it's about the Chemex. Dude, I'll I'm, get you one.
1: <laughs> I, I'm about to, I'm a, I, don't buy me on undeserved I, I, I nice things. I'm about to just fucking do stovetop coffee. I think I did stovetop <laughs> coffee once And it was, it kind of had the same immediacy and emergency as like Battlefield triage. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it it can go very wrong. It can go very wrong. Just like, (laughs) just just like,
1: just like real war, you know? But, um, but yeah, John Brewwatch is always awesome catching up with you, man. Everyone check out the new cafe, uh, uh, collection he's got going on. Really a lot of fun. Super fun Quartz, uh, 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 three-hander with the second hand as a sub dial at the sixth position. Really a lot of fun. He and I did a really fun double wrist shot. He was wearing, um, I believe, one of those HP ones. Now he's wearing my uh, black blue black brew. There it is, quartz chrono. Uh, who else? What other brands? Halios, Restova, Dan Henry. Uh,
0: from- I was I was not impressed with Mondaine.
1: I completely forgot about them because I don't. This, this is the. Uh, it's my recollection that this was the first year. They were there. They didn't... I don't know if they didn't really understand what the point of the show was, but the reps who were there were very inaccessible. Like, they seemed like they didn't want to be there, if I could just kind of speak honestly. Um, You know what what I'm saying? Yeah. We were there. We were looking at the pieces. We wanted to sort of see the stop time, but I didn't feel comfortable, like, asking... Just because the, the um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that was that was that was a bit unfortunate. That was my experience. If if a listener, um, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. What's up?
0: No, no, it's okay. I'm just trying to just trying to go through a, a few more. Mm-hmm. Um. So on the first day, I kind of saw them quickly. Um, got some of Terry's feedback. <laughs> um, on the new adapt straps from Morning Mount. Right. We were kind of uh, debuting them there. Right. Right. The second day, I kind of got a chance to handle them a little bit more really really cool um I think I would have liked uh, the holes to be a little bit more polished okay uh, I, I never I never really started thinking about like the construction of holes and like NATO straps until talking to somebody like Terry who's like super picky about that um but pretty pretty damn cool straps okay um, I I didn't get the chance to, to to handle them in person so this is all yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty cool straps. I like the colors that they're they're offering. Nice. I don't know. I don't know if the the EDC watch folds that they that they offer are in the same Adapt lineup. It might just be like the regular worn and wound shop. But they make these um they make these kind of two watch uh, travel holders that are um basically completely vegan. <laughs> you know, oh, so cool. like okay. I kind of I kind of I kind of dug that. That's awesome. Um, and I was yeah those. Those traps are pretty, pretty insane. And, um, you know, I think, I think Terry kind of got a good look at those as well um, and kind of dug them. Nice. Uh, Another one was, was Clockers. Oh Uh, man, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, 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 I think you spent more time there than I did. Yeah. So Clockers is is a brand that I kind of just like discounted as like, kind of like this weird Kickstarter thing for so long and, and the designs never really clicked with me. Mm Mm-hmm. But actually this month, November, they're coming out with I think it's called the Clock Eight or like Clocker Eight or something like that. Okay. And it's it's basically like a like a shrunken like version of what they've just been doing the whole time at like thirty nine millimeters. I
1: saw that. It has like a vintage kind of vibe as well. At least one of them does, right?
0: Yeah. A lot of brands try to do this like slide rule look or something like, Oh, like our brand is inspired by vintage, like measuring instruments. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) I don't fucking, I don't understand. Um, you know, but, but I think, I think they pulled that off pretty, pretty well with the, uh, the 39 millimeter version. And that should be on Kickstarter now, probably kicking ass actually. (laughs) Nice. That's Um, awesome. Can, can we petition them some, somehow,
1: somehow to make a watch, Called the clock blocker.
0: <laughs> you know, can we make that um, happen, Michael? Probably where they where they're from that that could that could work. I don't I don't think that would uh, cause any kind of issue. They don't have clock. to
1: know what the fuck it means. I just need yeah. to know what it means. <laughs> exactly. Oh, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a 40 millimeter clock blocker. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the clock 08 is is that new one? Cool uh who else autodromo caught up with autodromo that was a lot of fun i
1: love the packaging i love the packaging on that thing
0: we got to meet with bradley that's another thing a lot of a lot of these you know and and the dudes the dudes at warren wound have been really good about putting this together and and kind of letting you know that at the same time you're going to these booths and you're seeing these these watches and stuff a lot of times the person sitting behind the table is the is the owner yeah And and that's something that we take for granted when we like just go to the store and buy something like <laughs> this was this was Bradley from Autodroma is like his baby. And he's just there with his watches, like hanging out and selling them. Um, finally got the chance to try on a group, a group B. You, you got the chance last time. And mm-hmm. uh, that was another one that I was considering like leaving with. I was like, wow, that one's that one's like <clears throat> that one's kind of pricier. That's that's getting up there. I think they're like nine. 990 or something like that or 960 my the pat for me i'm 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 i i physical products and
1: kind of product marketing strategy is always something i i, I kind of like and i fucking love y'all can quote me on this i make motherfucking love the packaging <laughs> on that watch on one of those i forgot which watch it was i don't know if it's all the watches or one specific yeah watch. no they,
0: they, he does something special with like all of them <laughs> i know the group b comes in this kind of like um like pressed uh like metal uh, box or something mm-hmm. with like you know and there's no there's no serial number there's a chassis number and it's like <laughs> the same number that's on the watch so it's kind of like this you know i'm not i'm not too much of a car guy or whatever but it's it's kind of like a car guy thing yeah that's, right that's who he is yeah and that's it's cool to see that element of his personality um kind of translate into even something like the packaging so yeah it's cool
1: hell yeah dude which which was the watch that had a packaging like a like 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 a toy you find from like the 60s or from the 70s i think
0: it's the new i think it's the new chronograph that they're doing yeah
1: i think you're right yeah the packaging for packaging for that looks like an unopened toy from like a few decades ago it's like vintagey but it looks like it's aged it's just so much fun, and and at this point in my life, I'm 30 years old. I've reached a point where I don't have fun anymore. Anything I can surround myself with that is still fun, I am all about. You know?
0: Yeah. It's it's the mono the monoposto chronograph. That's what
1: it was. He said it, and I I made a snide comment on my mouth about the, about about how I was very close to a dirty word that I didn't say out loud to him in person. <laughs> but yes, that's right. I remember now. <clears throat> I remember now. Yeah. I don't know why you bring me nice places, Michael. All right. You, your sneaker game and your sports coat need to be the face of two broke Washington. I, was, and I need to be the, the disgusting <laughs> inside, the guts, the guts. Come on, the guts. Actually, no, because the, the guts still serve a purpose. I need to be the uh, the appendix. You know what I mean. They need to be the two hey, Big watch knob appendix there until you, you were, wise you up. Were
0: and- on the, you were on the front lines there. And uh, look, we're almost out of time and we didn't explain our stories. We didn't explain.
1: Oh my God. So we did a lot of live streaming. Um, I did a lot of live streaming in in the actual building. That was a blast. I did some live streaming. We were at the after party the first night. We were live streaming in there. The thing is, it was so dark. It could have been someone's fucking like bar mitzvah. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know what it was. I don't know what was going on there. Um, oh my god! There's still so much more I want to talk about. This is bullshit, Michael. Why can't we have a 15-hour show? If we, if we can have a 15-hour, like 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 nude cam show, I think this would be a, like a, a lot more. We we apparently
0: we apparently missed we <clears throat> apparently missed the real after party where all of the watch people left, and then in came all of the college chicks in Halloween costumes, <laughs> and it was like 10 girls to every guy. Some people stayed. Some people stayed. Told us about it. <laughs> but we apparently missed the real party. I was tired. Michael. I'm an old man now. Right? I'm tired.
1: <laughs> Tiredness always overpowers horniness. That's where I am right now in my life. Alright. Uh, but yeah, man. so I was live streaming in there. I also live streamed one of my drunk walks back to the Pac-to-Penn station for two reasons. Uh, I don't want to be alone because I was drunk and I get very depressed when I'm drunk. And I wanted proof of life so in case a car hit me, the world... You know, knew knew about it. You know what I mean? But uh your live stream was hilarious. It was like a Donny
0: Darko fever dream. Yeah, I, I went to my my brother in law's kind of Halloween party, and he lives in I think Lower East Side, and he's uh he's a basically a finance guy. He's working for Wells Fargo and he's rooming with like a bunch of other finance guys, and they're all like Ken dolls. So like they basically had like one huge Patrick Bateman Halloween party. Um so yeah, it was pretty cool. And I I just uh I was supposed to be Bob from Bob's Burgers and uh I didn't have the mustache, so I just had the apron. <laughs> just a guy a guy wearing an apron. <laughs> that's all I was, I was just a guy in an apron, uh in sweatpants too. So Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah the, the, the live streamers were great. Also, if you guys tuned in to our live
1: streams, you saw us do a live stream with Raven. Steve from Raven, right?
0: Yeah. At the Raven booth. At
1: the Raven <laughs> booth, which was uh, behind WindUp near the dumpsters. Uh, yeah. uh, Steve was there this year. He didn't have a booth, but he was walking around with the Raven Venture. Really cool new watch that's in pre-order right now. Um we did some time. Uh, we also put a shot of it up on the feed. We live-streamed with Steve there uh, in person. He was really kind enough to kind of talk us through, you know, the, the, the design impetus and just sort of the, the idea behind the watch and talk us through some more notable features of the piece. You probably saw it on the feed. A lot of you guys tuned in, and uh, that was super, super cool. It was just great. Uh, I, I always love catching up with Steve. I always love seeing what he's doing with Raven or whatever his project is at the time, and um super positive about this one super positive about the future of the brand in addition to that definitely something you want to keep your eye on now if you had your eye on it before maybe with like the defender or the trekker definitely keep your eye on it now put eyes on the venture um it's a super fun piece i just love he also does a really good job of designing pieces within his own design aesthetic you know what i mean
0: yeah he does it he does it all himself
1: yeah super super cool so uh, did a live stream with him. Um, I think he also featured us on his Instagram. I think he featured us on his YouTube page. Um, what else? Oh, I'm so, I feel like I'm under the gun, Michael. There's so much more I want to have to talk about. Um, but now I'm scared. Caught up with Zelos slash Venture. Venture? No, no, what the fuck? Ventus. Ventus. Ventus, Ventus yeah. That was incredible, seeing those pieces in person, because you don't normally get to see those in person. They have a great online presence. But um, catching up with the owner there was incredible. Very, very passionate about what what he's doing. Very well knowledgeable about how he wants his business to sort of evolve, which I think is just really wonderful. Great, great pieces. Uh, Those watch guys were there. Uh, Who else? Um, Mercer we caught up with. Uh, We did not catch up with REC, right?
0: Yeah, there were some some people we kind of just didn't get a chance to to see. Mm-hmm.
1: We caught up a little bit with Farrer. Why? like I I sound like Mr. Ed with peanut butter in my mouth every time. I'm, I think it's, I think it's fair. fairer. 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 Stan, <laughs> Stan, you are Stan. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, man, fairer. Uh, really cool to see that new, um, the Aqua, I think it's called the Aqua Compressor, this new dive piece they're doing, you know, with its uh, 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 internal bezel in there. Really, really fun. Um, caught up
0: with MK2, and you put some hands on the
1: Paradiver? What the what the fuck's it called?
0: Para, yeah, paradive Paradiver. To, some, somebody asked for a comparison with the CWC uh, Royal Navy Diver, so... Put them side to side there. I still have some shots if you guys want to see them. Maybe we'll post it one day. Sweet. Well, here's the thing also, Michael. If we have an
1: excess of shots, we can create albums on the Facebook. So anything you have shots for from WindUp that hasn't gone on Instagram, send them my way so I can put it in the WindUp album for our Facebook. No, oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, um, MK2, uh, Manta, we caught up with a brand called Jeffrey Roth we mentioned before. Super interesting. Definitely pieces that are more designed to a... Jewelry type aesthetic, but the processes that go into them are really wonderful. He has this case that's like Damascus steeled and textured. So I'm, I'm assuming it's like Damascus and like acid etched, you know, kind of like Yeah, like he's that.
0: he's got all his own CNC machines too, so he just does whatever shapes he wants. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy caught up with
1: Baltic, that was incredible. Extremely I like that watch more than I thought I was going to. Beautiful case size, extremely handsome watch. Also uses the seagull movement. Oh, yeah. I asked him what service in the movement was like, and he basically said, Don't take to to Watch Servicer. Send it to us. His argument, and I understand, is that you should send it to Baltic to have it serviced in case you need to replace a part.
0: Because they probably have a parts account. They and... exactly. So, for them.
1: from that point of okay. view, I understand it. I mean, that's only really if you like catastrophically clusterfuck the shit out of your watch, if it's a new watch, right?
0: Yeah, like yeah. if you
1: fucking river dance on that shit with like clogs on, you know, just buy a new watch at that point. Uh, who, <laughs> <laughs> uh kind of a mark, adapt straps, Martin Arrow, Auto Autodromo, uh, Itenoy, um, Oscar.
0: It's a nice chronograph. It's a nice chronograph. I'll, it's not partic- I like the blue one. It's expensive.
1: Well yeah, I mean well the 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 price I think is one of the things that definitely catches people the most. Uh the, the Okan Oscar Jackson flyback Chronograph right now I think is available for like twenty eight or twenty five and it goes up to three thousand or thirty two hundred. It is I think for the DLC version, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is um it is certainly higher than you would expect from other micro brands. But here's the thing. If you're the type of person that's purchased lots of micro brands before and you're looking for something that's definitely more sort of like bleeding edge different of the micro brand world or like on the on the, the, the cutting edge of what you wouldn't expect. It's it's a contender. It certainly is a contender. It's not something for me particularly. Um I thought the watch wore well. It was a bit thick. Uh but being a flyback chronograph with that specific movement, I totally get it. Regardless of the thickness, it did wear very well. It's very handsome in person. Um and the Oak and Oscar guys, obviously, you know, Chase uh uh, uh and I think I believe his name was John. I apologize if that's incorrect. I'm bad with names. I forget my fucking name and i am bored with it. I was born this way. Uh, Chase and John's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out right now because of the time. I'm looking at the clock just go down. Uh, they were all super, super kind. I of, caught up with them last year. I don't know uh, I don't know if they remember me or not, but um, caught up with them again this year. Uh, I love the strap on that thing. He's very uh, uh, adamant about Horween leather on their products, and the, the, the difference is there, in my opinion. Totally, totally see it. So that was a great piece um, to see in person Great guys to catch up with again. Love always love with the kind of seeing what they're doing and seeing how they're sort of not pushing the envelope, but kind of setting the precedent for like American microbrands. Always obviously yeah, excluding that's, R- that's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. always excluding RGM because RGM is in a very weird place. <laughs> yeah, within USA watchmaking, but that's a whole different podcast episode. I actually think we I actually think we did that podcast episode before. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Mundane was odd. Ophion uh, was great. Halios. I think we're
0: good. I think we're. I think we're good. I'm very sad that we didn't um, have a Halloween episode. So I will leave you guys with a Halloween <laughs> question because I still, I don't. It, we talked about this, and I'm just so goddamn curious. You're so we didn't. Right. We didn't get a chance to do a Halloween episode. So I want to bring it up now. If you guys had to choose a watch. That you would die wearing and, you know, eventually be reincarnated with as a zombie, which watch would it be? Did I say that right? Yes. Yes. What 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 watch would you like to wear if you came back as a zombie? Yeah.
1: I think it's a great question. <laughs> it didn't occur to me until now that you're right, we didn't do a Halloween episode. I'm kinda bummed. But I I am, I'm know a little bummed as wear. well, but that's that's okay. Maybe maybe we'll figure something out. I don't know, Halloween, Halloween like to do on on november in in the middle of november
0: (laughs) because it was like halloween like crazy in new york when we were there like there was an insane like (laughs) there was an insane party like by the hotel with like like swat team guards like that was crazy
1: it was crazy it was definitely weird during my live streaming people are just like what's going on over there i'm like it's fucking halloween in new york all right man You're gonna you're gonna see bits and tits from people you never really expected to see because this is the day they decided to dress up as like sexy Vincent Price or whatever the fuck it was. You know what I'm saying?
0: But uh, I, sexy, won't, I won't Sexy delay.
1: Sean Connery, or just you know, Sean Connery.
0: <laughs> I won't delay any further. That's all I have to say. Damn it, I wanna keep delaying
1: it. Alright, but okay, should I do a super quick recap in like thirty seconds? I think we did a I think we did a recap. Ah, okay, you're right. Uh, huge thank you to everyone that caught up with us in person at the show. Great catching up with so many listeners. I ran to you guys in the streets. I ran to you guys in the fucking LIR. the train. A uh, shout-out to Shane Joseph. Shane Joseph. What up, dude? Ran to you guys in the show. Uh, incredibly kind things from everyone. I expected literally to get knifed by at least one person. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're talking about your dick too much knife. Like, oh, well, I expected this. I knew <laughs> I knew what lot I'd drawn in life, you know? Uh, great to kind of connect with all the brands great that Warner WarnerMound put the event on for us, super excited to see it grow in the next year to see kind of how it evolves Um, in regards to housekeeping the 2 book washouts 3000 follower giveaway winner has been selected they've been contacted, waiting to hear back from them thank you so much for all that entered also keep an eye out for the super secret giveaway that I'm teasing that is for a vintage Russian watch it's one that people ask me about a lot um, and it wouldn't be possible without another listener more details on that to follow is that it?
0: yeah
1: <sighs> okay there's a lot we didn't talk about I'm sure we'll talk about it more over the next few episodes because it's going to be fresh in my minds. but if there's something that we didn't mention that you know we interacted with Let us know in the comments, we'll answer your questions. Email us, we'll let you know what's up. Thank you to everyone that was also asking questions for the brands while I was live streaming. That kind of took some some brands by surprise, but I'm like, oh yeah, live stream, people asking questions. It's just like, uh, okay, I think that's super cool. That's just the power of what I just love doing, making it feel like we were all there together seeing the show through my eyes. we oh a huge thank you to everyone that uh listens to the free patreon special the first one that we did so it's this new sister podcast that we're doing super short super concentrated not super short like 40 minutes long super concentrated more topic focused. it's on patreon it's on free you don't have to pay for it there's no gate or any kind of crap like that you just go and listen to it we just wanted a different forum for giving you guys podcast content you know that was just fun uh um is that it michael i think so okay Okay, I'm just sad. I'm sad sad too. We haven't done one in a while, so we have a lot to say. It's been a (laughs) while. But okay, yeah. So uh, here, you start. uh, Do you want to start the side off or should I?
0: Hey, why don't you start the side off? See if we can
1: mess this up. I wasn't wasn't expecting you to say that. Um, Okay. What do you, how do you, okay. uh, I'm just going to say my name, okay? (laughs) Don't laugh at me, dude. (laughs) I'm just going to say my
0: name. (laughs) I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. It sounds.
1: It just sounds distinctly like laughter to me. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Serious. My dog is dead. All right. Serious. Uh.
0: Okay. Hey. Thanks for listening. This is Kaz. My name is Mike, and you've been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Peace.